I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. And away. We. Go. Bam. Okay. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Truth Fairies Podcast. The 2023 edition of the Truth Fairies. Hi. Bigger. Better. Brighter. Newer. More up-to-date. More frequent. (laughs) More on schedule. Is that true? Nah. I hope so. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Happy New Year. It's I know. Happy New Year. Thank you. We spent it together. We rung it in together. We did. We kissed at midnight, and we called it a day. Yeah. It was kind of difficult. That was much, (laughs) much like our our New Year's event. (laughs) Was that? Okay, good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Go. We had the children, so Sorry. it's like, oh. Yay. Whatever. What are your New Year's resolutions? Did you make any? I never do. Why? I just, I don't know. I want to post more reels for Good. this this very podcast. Okay. This one you're listening to right now. Okay. So follow us on the socials. Um, I don't know. I want to promote this more. I kind of want to get like a job. <laughs> <laughs> How often am I like, I freaking need a job. And then you say, do you? Do you? Don't I? No. Should I? No, you don't want to have to work on somebody else's schedule. I know, but I need to get out of my house. Um, you need to do your business that you talked about. My basket. I'm not going to say okay. it because then people will steal it. Redacted. Redacted. I know, but is that like too binding? Like, am I going to be too tied down to it? No. Okay. I don't think so. I can just be like, not today. Not today, boss. Okay. Not today. Okay. That's what I need. Okay, I think that'll be good. And maybe my New Year's resolution is to be less lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. My New Year's resolution is to do more investing. So I have started, um, I now am a stock owner. What? I know. What'd you buy? I just bought. I mean, my husband like really worries about our future type stuff, but I am just doing, like, I just have stocks. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know what you bought them in? Did you, like, research? Did you use somebody? It's, like, the top, you know. Did you buy, like, a grouping? Like, we have stocks, and it's, like, a group. It's not, like, one. I mean, I don't know. It's, like, the total market. So you have, like, Good for you. Thank you. I'm an investor. You just, like, did that? I'm just doing it. Did you hire somebody? Yeah, myself. Dude. I know. You're amazing. I read books now and invest. Stock books and invest? Who are you? It's the new me. It's 2023. (laughs) That's amazing. That's my New Year's resolution. Well, I like, you know, when you do the bucket list thing, Mm -hmm. some someone the other day was like, What's on your bucket list? I'm like, I don't really like try different places I want to travel for sure. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I want to throw a really big party. And I'm throwing a big party tonight. There you go. Tonight is it's, the night. It's my first, and I'm, I might be going overboard. No. I mean, yes, but <laughs> not— But I'm like, you know what? If I died—so my husband works with senior citizens, so he's always like, we could die tomorrow. I'm always hearing from my clients say how they wish they would have done this. They wish they—we we could die tomorrow. So I'm like, but shouldn't we save, like, Greece, which is, like, my ultimate place— mm-hmm. For, like, when we're older? And no. he's like, no. Like, why would we want to do it when our knees don't work? Right. Go to Greece. Right? Yes. So I'm like, I'm throwing the party. I'm yep. hiring the DJ. I'm, you know what I mean? Buying the photo booth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm throwing the big party. By the time she, by the time my youngest gets married, hold me back. 
Because it's just going to get bigger <laughs> and, and bigger, bigger and as it should. Better. Yep, I love that. I, I love have that two point. daughters. My son, he's never going to have big sweet 16, and I'm not going to be in charge of the wedding. Right. So you can do it. I'm you doing can. it. I love that. Good it's going to be fun. I'll return and report next week Thank how it you. went. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, we need to talk quickly about what's tickling our fancy, oh. and I have right here <gasps> what is tickling mine. I'm... I want you to add this video clip. For you video viewers. For you video viewers, this, is that recording? Yeah. Is it recording? Yes. Okay. This is my, what's tickling my fancy. And this happens to be the Stanley, um, like, coffee mug. Like mm-hmm. the the mini, ver- it looks like a coffee mug. It's smaller. Yes. It is not the, it's not a. Not a big tumbler. A tumbler. Not a big water tumbler. It's just a coffee a mug. A little mini mug. And it's white, which I have. Lately, I really love, like, neutrally. The like, aesthetic. White. The aesthetic's white. I know. I know. But you're contributing to the problem of the color leaving the world. I know. That we That's talked true. about a few episodes. Actually, I am because I bought you that you much. <laughs> yes. This this is what I bought. I was given by Brooke for Christmas. I'm glad you like uh, it. I love it. And a taser, mind you. <laughs> well, you uh, work in a dangerous environment sometimes. A, t- a pink taser. So that is adding to the color. Yes. And so, I got the best shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. I love so. that stuff. Okay. So that is what's tickling my fancy That's is that amazing. Stanley mug. It, you know, I was telling some people yesterday, I said... I wish people knew how much I just love my morning coffee. I know. I just love it. You know what? Yes. It's one of those things. Remember when you were going to give it up? And I was like, why would you, like, A, you can make coffee really bad for you. But in general, it's got health benefits. Right. I don't add a bunch of stuff to it. Yeah. It's got mental health benefits. It truly brings me joy. It really does me too. If you have something in your life that brings you joy, do it. Just do it. I mean, within reason. Within. <laughs> if you're not hurting yourself or somebody else, disclaimer. Um, which brings us to another talking point, which I feel like the podcast is never even going to start because there's so many things we have to catch up on. I know. We're so um, far behind. The murderer. I know. I know. The Moscow, the have- Moscow murders, and you guys like okay, we're from Idaho. We Clear, are. If from you haven't Idaho. listened for you know, if you're new, we live in Idaho. Why is Idaho suddenly Murderville? I don't know. We got the Daybell Vallo thing. Suddenly, we've got the Moscow thing. The little kid. Yes. I mean, there. What is happening? It's not Idaho. I grew up in. I blame. The implants. Oh, that's <gasps> me too. <laughs> I was like, you can't say that. <laughs> it's Californians. I guess you can. It's uh, me. It's me. I'm. It's not an though. Implant. It's not. I don't the know. The implants. But it is some nutty business. But they caught. They caught the guy. They he's back in Idaho mm-hmm. now. They found his DNA on the the knife sheath. What? Why? How did he leave a knife sheath at the scene? You're I don't a PhD know. in criminal justice, right? and you're it's gonna... like he wanted uh-huh. to be caught. Uh-huh. He canvassed the place for 12 times prior to the murder. Do we know if it was like specific to them yet? Like, did he just see we this don't... house and new girls live there? He's, we don't really. He had know. been casing the house 12 times. He okay. had 12 different pings or what have you on yeah. his phone, putting him there. Um, but we don't know if the girls were if the girls them were specifically targeted or just the location. Mm-hmm. But we do know that he did 
run into another girl in the house. Have you read this? The affidavit's out and everything. Yeah. She saw him. He looked in her face, and then he left. And so they, she had identified, like she had seen him. Yeah. And he didn't kill her. So it's he like, had why? on a mask, but she saw the bushy, bushy eyebrows, eyebrows and his frame. And why did he not kill her? I don't know. And he came back at nine a.m. What? He came back to the house at nine a.m. Drove by. Drove by. I don't. He was back at that oh location because his. I think it was his phone was pinged to that location the next that morning at nine a.m. So why did? Why was 911 not called until noon the next day so if this, she saw him there? This is my philosophy. Okay. A, oh my they were up drinking and partying all night. B, college, housing, weird shit happens That's there. That's so true. <laughs> like, you don't know who's in and out. You don't know what people are doing. You Like, yeah. how many times, you know, toga parties and, like, people do weird people stuff. People are in and out. That yeah. if you just pass somebody walking out and they were dressed head to toe in black... You might be like, oh, my hell, what is going on? And not really be like, I mean, because you don't know everybody's in and out of that house. But he's in a face mask. Yeah, I'm just saying. (laughs) Weird shit happens there. She might have been kind of out of him and like, did I really see that? And went to bed and then the next morning was like. Oh, and that's what I'm saying is they'd been drinking all night. So it could have also been one of those things where. We don't know if the people in the house had been. We don't. But who knows if it was something like that. She, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what is going on with, you know, you're in bed maybe. Or if she was terrified. Or if she was scared and and didn't, Mm -hmm. or if it was so surreal that she didn't register like what was happening. Because at that time she hadn't seen anybody hurt. She hadn't, you know what I mean? All kinds of things could have been going through her head or, you know, just like I wonder if they'll move the case here. Like they move a lot of big cases to our county because it's like the main, like we've got the most experienced prosecutors and mm-hmm. more of a neutral, like, uh, yeah. population, mm-hmm. which I want to be on a jury oh. so bad. I do, too. One of my one of the teachers at my school came in my office the other day, and she's like, um, I got called for jury duty. And I'm like, you are so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. She's like, uh, ooh, oh, I want I? to so bad. Sequester me. Tie me up. Strip me of television and cell phone. <laughs> yes, I don't. <laughs> what even. have you? Oh, I, yeah. And I've been in court. I used to be a reporter. I've sat through court cases. It's not as fun. Like, it is a lot of, like, okay, like numbers being read. Yeah. But still, to be on a jury, especially one of, like, the Daybell. And it said, I read another thing where Lori Daybell, like, she filed, like, a... um. Uh, alibi. Did you see this no. yesterday? So no. she says, I have an alibi for when my kids were killed in Alex's apartment. I was at my apartment. So they're clearly throwing her brother Alex under the bus. Of course they are. Well, yeah, because he's dead. But she's, but which means she knows when it happened and where it happened. So, mm. and then, so she's saying, the here is where I was when Tammy Daybell was killed. Here's where I was when my children were killed. But doesn't that also say... Okay, so you knew your children yes. were being killed. Yes, I think so. Yeah, which she says shady. she doesn't, but she w- I don't know. Yeah, and then she's saying that she there she's trying to get the death penalty off the table because she didn't actually do it. Which I'm like, mm, I can kind of see that. I would rather have the death penalty. It's weird how people, especially someone like her, who clearly believes she's like Jesus's right hand man. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just be like, I'm going to go meet my best friend like that. She yeah. claims she's already met, by the way, Hanging out in with person. The big, big, yeah. Like, why would you why would you not? Why is she dying to be in jail her whole life where she's like 
thinks she's one of the chosen. Yeah. I don't get it. And it's, I mean, and, you know, we've talked about the prison thing. I, you know, we could do it short term, but who wants to do life in prison? No, like, not me. Like, go ahead and put the, you know, put me down. Right. Right? It would yeah. be so much easier. And at that point, there's something's worse than death, uh-huh. in my opinion. Yeah. And a life sentence in prison is one of those things. For me, too. So, um, some people like it, but. Which takes us to yet another topic. Okay. Jen Shaw. <gasps> Six and a half years in prison. Yeah. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City frauded a bunch of people, is now fully admitting it, which is probably just to get a reduced sentence. Sure. An act all sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just watched the last episode of that show. It's now, so crazy. I don't watch it because I can't, you know, I hate people, rich people, and <laughs> I don't watch that, but I'm well enough informed by you and yeah. Robin and everybody that yeah. I know. But six and a half years. Yeah. I. It seems like a light sentence for what she does. It does. It does. And she's going to be eaten alive in oh there. Oh, my gosh. She's going to come out of there with a whole new face. Oh. Her, like, no Botox, no yeah. fillers. No, yeah. Like, she's going to come out, and she's she will have aged 30 years in our, like from what she looks like now. Is the husband going to stay with her? Yes. No. He is a devoted, mm. loving man. But, I mean, her. she still has kids at home. Well, you know what? Don't defraud people. Right. I know. I know. Is that the word? Defraud? Defraud? Fraud? Do you fraud people or do you defraud them? If you take away the fraud, then you're defrauding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's like defrosting. No, that really is like... You're taking the frost off Taking the frost away, yeah. So did she fraud them or did she not? If she didn't, then she got a really heavy sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what her... uh, Mate got what am I? What am I trying to say? Her, her partner, her, her like mate, <laughs> her helpmate. <laughs> no, Stuart, the guy that I like know. was her partner in it. He pleaded guilty too. Well, nobody I, cares about nobody Stuart. Cares. Nobody cares. Stuart, come on, Stuart, stupid Stuart. Well, that's weird and wacky. Yeah, it is. What else is weird and wacky? Weird and wacky things for you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't want to live in the past, but at this moment, I'm going to go back in okay. the past to okay. give you a little Christmas. Ooh. Um, a little Christmas weird and wacky. Weird and wacky world. Um, because it's just so disturbing. <laughs> okay, let me. Christmas brings out the crazies. Christmas brings out a lot. Boop, boop, just... boop, boop. Have you seen the documentary about the Idaho man, speaking of Idaho crazies, that literally has like a federal like court ruling against him from decorating for Christmas? No. I'm trying to think. It's a documentary. It was on Apple Plus. Um, and I'm trying to think what it was called, but he basically like went bananas. He's like a Ammon Bundy type. So he made this whole, like, I'm going to make the biggest Christmas thing, have camels, and <laughs> so that my neighbors get so pissed that I sue them for religious discrimination. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he basically made it so bad so that, like, to provoke his neighbors so that he could then claim religious discrimination. And his his neighbors are, like, mostly Christian. <laughs> like, one's a pastor. They're like, look, we love God, but <laughs> we, we need you to bring it down. We need you to take the camels out of our cul-de-sac. It's like that Heather has neighbors. Uh-huh. Have you seen their Christmas display? <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Lord. I okay, know. It's I terrible. love it, though. I love it. Okay, so I'm not going to give you the title because I want you just, I want it to be fun when it comes out. Okay. Okay, some festive traditions are widespread, like eating a full roast on Christmas Day or wearing a festive jumper to work. (laughs) Others are much more personal traditions, which look strange or even rude to those on the outside. 
A couple from Kent has one of the more unusual Christmas traditions as they spend the big day fully nude. <laughs> Helen and, Simo- and Simon, somebody, decorate their tree, open presents, cook and eat their roast dinner, all without putting on a stitch of clothing. Hey. Dodging the Christmas party clothing, the pair enjoy the day totally nude, but they aren't alone. Oh, no. Family members also attend their festivities. Okay, now they've also added pictures of them <laughs> oh, no. around the tree. It, and I'm just, you know what? It's not pretty. Okay. <laughs> Usually people who like to be nude are the are, ones like, like, I have this weird, I don't know if we'll call it a fantasy, but of going to a nude beach and just fully, per, like, participating, participating yeah. in the nude beach. But from what I hear is that once you get there, it's not, well, like, you're I, not surrounded by the best of the best. So I have a friend I was going to interject this later, but I'll say it now, who went to, he was in Maui by him, like by himself, like mm-hmm. on vacation, my friend Cody, you know him. Yes. And he decided, I've heard about this little beach. There's big beach and little beach. You kind of have to like hike over some boulders and then it's a nude beach. Mm-hmm. So he does it and he's like, it was like a Coors commercial, <laughs> like beautiful people playing volleyball. And like, oh, I joined, dang. he was like, it was like paradise. Like, amazing. So he's like, I'm, I'm canceling all my plans and going there every day. So the next day he goes back and he's like, it was like the tides shifted. <laughs> and it was like suddenly the crowd was completely different. Oh, wow. He's like, it was families with weird kids. It was the, like, big Hawaii. He's like, it was like a totally different beach. Weird. <laughs> and I he promptly why. left. I don't know. He's like, it was like the twilight zone. That is, like, maybe they have theme days. Like, course commercial <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> Like old family reunions on Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> I've told you the naked priest story where Aaron went to that nude beach and got hit on by a naked priest. Um, well, we also talked about um, naked Thanksgiving. Naked Thanksgiving, yeah. So apparently. It's a thing. I so think nudes, nudes must is what this one nudes is. Must. It says their naturist Christmas is joined Ooh. by the Helen's mother and Ooh. her 15-year-old daughter. Ooh. But the, couples are, the couple are the only ones stripping off. Oh. Despite their nudity, none of their guests bat an eyelid at it and are used to Helen and Simon's lifestyle choices. Um, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. In 2020, Helen decided to join the husband in his nudist lifestyle. Oh. She also quit her job as manager of an optician, um, optician's office in Cause, favor. Because she had to get dressed for yeah. that one. They're like, you can, Helen, quit showing up naked. We know that people These can't people see. These people already but... need glasses. They don't need to crush their spirits. Um <laughs> She now is a writer for a nudist magazine. Oh. Um, she said, we look forward to another naked Christmas this year. Some people do look at us like we're completely mad, especially when they find out that we host Christmas. But we're all about accepting your body and everybody feeling comfortable. Mom and daughter come. They, you know, are fine with it. They're supportive, although they're not keen to join. Supportive, I, yet they want support. You know what? This is the thing. I did a boob grab she at that did. moment of support. <laughs> Support. Um, at one point, she said, um, it's not most people's setup, but it works for us. We'll exchange gifts. We play some party games and raise. I hope it's not Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Gestures. Uh, oh, gosh. It's just that Simon and I won't have any clothes on with the exception of our cracker hats. Oh, um, I know what that is. We do have to crank the heating up, though. Oh, yeah. Um, they. She says, when decorating the tree... And they have to, they're totally naked. They have to take extra care with all the pine needles. Ooh. They also cook the roast without clothes on. But Helen will put on an apron when using the oven and taking the roast potatoes out. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, long story short, um, that's their story. 
you know, all I can imagine is is sitting around the the table, you know, drinking eggnog, <laughs> in, naked, and some, you know, them bending over to pick something up, oh. and it's just a lot. It's, it's the movement. It's just the. It's the chafing. It's the movement. It's, Paper cuts when you're opening the presents. Right? Like a lot dangers of hazards. that you don't realize There's existed. There's a reason we're clothed. Yeah. You know? Cave people invented clothing For to protect us. So, yeah. And, all, and now it's nothing, our, yeah. Nothing I can think of that would be worse than hanging around with my entire family oh, with, naked. No. Nothing no. worse. Oh, gosh. You know, I had a dream last night because, you know, that's a common dream. I had a dream my tongue fell out. Oh, jeez. Like, it, no, like I detached it. Like it was bothering me. Like it felt too big. And I just took it out. And then I was talking to my sister-in-law, Marthea, in my dream. And I'm like, wait, I thought tongues were attached. Well, you just amputated yours. <laughs> she so. was, and she's a nurse. And she's like, they typically are. You probably should put that back in. And you know why I was thinking about it this morning? Because I think dream analysis is interesting. Wait, I got a dream book I'll be bringing next Oh, time. really? Okay, carry you want to analyze my I, taking I my tongue out? Yes. So there was kind of some family drama yesterday in Aaron's family. And I was like, you know what? I'm speaking up. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say how I feel. I'm going to express my opinion. Do you think? And then I then I had and a dream you that my your tongue cut <laughs> I literally out. pulled my tongue out. That's a pretty. Don't bold you think statement. it's probably related? Yes, it is. Isn't that interesting? But I I amassed change. Oh, good. I don't know if that's correct. It is. I think. Yes. Good job. I made change. Good. Yeah. That's. I'm proud. Good Thank job. You. Thanks. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Well, let's move on to our main segment of our podcast, which we call Oh, oh Honey. honey. Where we will give you our opinions about things. Things. So this one was originally a Reddit, but it got turned into like a um, New York Post article. And I was going to tell you who wrote it, but I cut that off. So. <laughs> and who really cares? Because the original Reddit posts got deleted, which often happens when they kind of like blow up a little bit. Oh. I'm going to read it, which is my 19-year-old girlfriend's hoodie collection from 50 other guys makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so this 19-year-old kid puts this on Reddit, and this is the summary of it. So he's really sweating this relationship. <laughs> A young man confessed to the Internet that he's struggling to come to terms with his 19-year-old girlfriend collecting and keeping more than 50 sweatshirts from other guys. He revealed the surprise stash rubs him the wrong way. So he says, we live five hours apart, and I just moved to her city this week. So this is my first time being at her house. He also added significant others, the most amazing, beautiful, and kindest girl he's ever met, with a great personality to tie it all together. Things took a turn, however, after the young man, who met the girl four months ago, had been invited to stay at her house for two weeks, was told to throw his threads into his girlfriend's closet. That's where he made the shocking discovery. He said, the closet's kind of big and confusing. This is to say I wasn't snooping. So while looking for my clothes, I found a section of what I'd say was easily 50, if not more, hoodies, very obviously men's hoodies, all neatly hung in a closed-off section, he wrote. That moment felt so surreal. I didn't know what to make of what I was seeing. My mind went from, is she cheating, to maybe she collects them, to who needs this many hoodies? Despite being panicked, the young Romeo said he maintained a cool and collected demeanor when he came to talk with the comely clothes monger. <laughs> her explanation was that last summer, her best friend and her made a game to get as many guys' hoodies as possible just for fun. 
She said she never had anything with them and it was only for their entertainment. He confessed to being weirded out and asked his lady if she'd get rid of her collection. She agreed and promptly moved on as if nothing had happened. But all those drawstrings still tugged on his mind. I don't think she had something going on with 50 guys this summer, but it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I can't stop thinking about what really happened and if she's telling the truth. The man said he now has become distant toward the athleisure appreciator to the point where she keeps asking what she did wrong. I don't have a clear answer. The guy's friends are split on whether or not he should dump her or walk back on his request for her to get rid of the hoodies. So he's like thinking, okay, she's collecting hoodies. She's like, it was a game. So a couple of the comments, one says, we all did something cringeworthy that seemed funny at the time around that age. I'd chuck this up to harmless but stupid fun. And then another guy says, you don't borrow 50 sweatshirts. Clearly, the majority were from hookups. Now, I'm no oh, family. so now that's like the, that's like the, the uh, door prize uh-huh. when you sleep with somebody is <laughs> to get a hoodie. You get a hoodie. <laughs> Jeez. He says, I'm no family psychologist, but dozens of hookups at 19 indicates potential self-esteem and or attachment issues, to put it mildly. Okay. Here's my thought. Okay. You've been with her for four months. Right. Right. Stop bossing her around. <laughs> Second, like... Really? I yeah. I would not think one thing of that. Yeah. I really wouldn't. I think it's kind of gross. Like this the to me, here's what i here's what I picture. She's out at like, you know, college parties or barbecues. She's meeting different guys. It's this game with her friend. Let's yeah. see if we can get this guy to give us to sweater. give us his hoodie. It's kind of like a pretty girl game. Yeah. Right? Like hey, I can get this guy, I can get any guy to give me his hoodie, right? Yeah. So it's like a conquest. Sure. Which is stupid and immature. Right, but she's also 19. But she is stupid. Like, she is 19. Immature. Like, that other lady said, like, that's totally something I would have done. Right. I'm just not even thought anything about it. Yeah. It's like, and then, so, okay, so then I started researching (laughs) because apparently it's like a phenomenon. Like, apparently, like, getting a guy's hoodie is, like, the new, like, um, conquest, kind of. Hmm. And also just wearing your boyfriend's hoodie is, like, a thing. Yeah. Like, the scrunchy thing from a while ago. Yeah. But you want to keep the guy's hoodie. So I think it's, like, if I can get a guy to take his hoodie off his body and give it to me because I say I'm cold or, like, it's Mm -hmm. comfy, that it's, like, a manipulation thing. Right. Which, again, stupid. But I think it's harmless. I don't think it's a sign of how many people she's hooked up no, with. No. I mean, because no. even then, if this in the summer she's hooked up with 50 guys, come on. Right, yeah. She's not that great. <laughs> Nobody can hook up with 50 guys in the summer. But that's literally a different guy every other night. Right, yeah. All summer long. And she was pretty like, oh, yeah, we had this game and we did it. I think, okay, if my daughter came home with a different hoodie every night, I'd be like, knock it off. Yeah, stop being an ass. Yeah, that's a stupid thing to do. Go give it, or see if you can get him to give it to you, and then give it back at the end of the night. Yeah. You don't know if this kid, like, that's his one hoodie he got for Christmas. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course. Mother Brooke is yeah. worried about this kid and being... what he's going without. Um, Aaron, I've taken so many of his hoodies when we're out and about. Mm-hmm. He now, like, it like pisses me off cuz he'll like mansplain like now it's going to be like 60 degrees are you going to need a hoodie and I'll be like no I don't need a damn hoodie and he's like well I don't <laughs> and then half with you I'm going to need your damn hoodie <laughs> cuz he doesn't want to take off his hoodie and get right. like 
Like, we're not dating. He's not, yeah, like... he's not going to be chivalrous. No, he's not in that phase of, like, are you cold, honey? He's like, I'm cold. I'm yeah. colder than you most of the time. Yeah. I'm not giving you my hoodie. I think that's kind of... <laughs> See, and in my world, Jake is always hot. Oh. So it's like I'm always... He always has a coat he can shed, a jacket, a hood, something. Yeah. Because he's always hot. I'm so always... Aaron's always cold because he's 70 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before I let you go, okay. Before I let you go, I so as I was researching hoodies mm-hmm. and this phenomenon, I came across this. It's like a series of tweets. It's three tweets. The first one says, "I've been wearing my boyfriend's hoodie around the house for the last week. I tried to give it back last night, and he said that's not my hoodie." <laughs> Realized with horror, I've been wearing our builder's hoodie in front of the builder. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Then the next tweet says, I had a little sleep in it at one point. Came out of my room, said good morning to the builder, wearing his clothes. <laughs> She's probably going back and like oh realizing God. all these things. Her third tweet says, after realizing my mistake after a week, I threw his hoodie into the room he's working in. He put it in our living room. What does that mean? Am I going out with the builder now? He's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Isn't that what hilarious? Would, I mean... Because wouldn't you have to explain yourself? I, wouldn't you feel like you have, like, I would be like, look, not to make it weird. Right. Didn't know this was your <laughs> Yes. Because she's just wearing it around him. Like, the first time he was probably like, is that? Is that? Like, what is she trying to say? Uh-huh. And then he leaves it. Remember when cute. my builder walked in on us doing oh. aerial yoga? <laughs> and I had to have a conversation with him as if I wasn't in, like, upside down upside Peter down Pan yoga frog pose. <laughs> And remember, I just took this sweet, the yoga thing and just wrapped it around my face. <laughs> I was this is on YouTube, you guys. Yoga, look yoga up swing. retail therapy videos, yoga swing video, and you will see it. It's stupid. Okay, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Um, to the, and I hope I hope this isn't a repeat because I know I've, we've talked about doing this one for a while, but today is the day. Today is the day. Um, this is called... Angry hiccups. So excited. Okay, so this person writes, This is probably going to sound so dumb, but this is my reality. My man will get the hiccups and can't get rid of them. They don't usually ever last for more than 10 minutes, but he freaks out about them, like screaming at the top of his lungs, smashing things, (gasps) screaming vile things at me when I tell him to please calm down as we live in a three-unit home. I've never even heard of anything like this. It's only when he has the hiccups that he acts this way. Though they don't hurt him, they're just annoying. Even mentioning it to my therapist, they said I should just try to give him things to try to rid the, rid the hiccups while he has them, but nothing works. This time, he literally screamed at me for a minute straight and smashed his head on the counter, <gasps> and that's when they stopped. What? I shouldn't be scared of my partner getting the hiccups, but the internet is giving me no idea on what the heck I can do to help him. And then she puts at the bottom, please don't say leave him. We've been in a long-term relationship, and he does not treat me badly other than these strange circumstances. She was talking to you. She was talking to me. That don't tell <laughs> Divorce. Divorce him. Divorce him. Kate, did she say how often this happens? I couldn't. No, it didn't say okay. the hiccups. Didn't say how often, but that he. Okay, so this is the thing. Okay. In my adult life, okay, in my 46 I think I'm 46. Yeah. Almost 47 years on this godforsaken planet. I bet you I have not had the hiccups 
And I'm not talking about one stray hiccup. I'm talking about, like, a series of hiccups in a row. The hiccups. Okay? Like, the being multiple. Um, I haven't, I've never had hiccups as an adult. <laughs> Have you? Yes. Is this a- but now that I think about it. Like, that does seem like an adolescent issue. Like, I may get one, you know, drink too much and get a random or get a something. Hic- yeah. One. Like, like an isolated hiccup. I don't even think I have isolated hiccups. I think a, I think the hiccups are more prevalent with me than just a random hiccup. I mean, I can think... I, but I, do you think we get the hiccups, but we just, like, we're, like, mature about it? It's like... It's like if we burp, like, in public, like, we're, like, do you think it's, like, a hiccup where it's, like, oh, I'm hiccuping, but I'm so mature that, like, I don't acknowledge my hiccups or, like, even really, like, notice them? No. Well, like, maybe a singleton. Okay. Okay, but, like, to get a serious, like, the hiccups where you have multiple hiccups. For, like, ten minutes and you're in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those kind of hiccups I have never had as an adult. Never? Never. Now I'm trying to think, do I get the hiccups? I, in our seven-year history, Uh six-year, whatever, I've never heard you with the hiccups. Now that I'm thinking about it. When I was a teenager, Mm -hmm. I had a best friend, and we had older brothers that had taught us how to burp on demand. Yes. Right? Uh Uh-huh. And my brother's, my one brother made me burp the alphabet. Like I was on demand. I could burp almost anything. And so we would sit around and make, and it was disgusting. Like we're vile creatures yeah, we were. Yeah. But we would do it until we would get the hiccups. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so, but I'm talking like elementary school. Yeah, yeah. But I would dare say. It was burping induced hiccups. Yes. I have never just been plagued with the hiccups. At yeah. least, At least let's say from 18 on. Yeah. Ever. That is very interesting. Now, my husband is a chronic hiccupper. Yeah, well, he's got the esophageal. He's got the esophagus thing. But, I mean, some will be in bed sometimes, like, in the middle of the night, and I'll hear. In bed? And it will start. And it, it, it does. It's infuriating. Uh, my, dad, my dad gets them. Real quick, my brother and I used to do burping contests through the intercom. Oh. <laughs> we had a little that. intercom system. And we would, like, do, like, a burping contest. Yeah, like, to the point where I would almost make myself vomit, yeah. though. Yeah. I don't think we would induce hiccups. But I'm trying to think if there are any other, like, childhood, like, chicken pox or something. Like, only kids get that. Do only kids get the hiccups? Only only kids and my husband and, and your yeah. dad. And people with esophageal like disorders. Yeah. Okay, so back to this OP. I want to know if it's, like, a Jekyll and Hyde situation where hiccups goes away and he's like, what, like, is he in a daze? Is he like, I'm sorry that part of me came out? Like, how aware, like, if he is normally. He blacks out. Right. Like, what is happening mentally to him that induces rage? Like, if he is a completely sane, loving person and then a flip switches. But I wonder if it's like misophonia. Is it misophonia? Is yes. That what it's called? Where it's like you're a normal human and then somebody eats cereal and you lose your shit. <laughs> yeah. Like if it just, if it if it's triggered like that and you just lose control. But it's him. It's his own hiccups. Wait, why are you mad at yourself? Did he have like a childhood like trauma involving hiccups and he, now he has PTSD? I don't know. He needs to go to like hypnotherapy. And, and figure out what is triggering complete self harm <laughs> and rage when he gets the hiccups. When he bashes his head against the wall, and this is the other that thing makes that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Is that the therapist says you just need to try to help? No, you know what? He's not help, a toddler. I don't have to help you. Like 
You help your damn self. And when you start getting the, the hiccups, I'm out. I am out. I'm out. Yeah, I would leave the house in that first hick. Because it's like sh- he, it's like he is projecting that onto her. Like somehow she is responsible for she it. She has to deal with these angry hiccups. It's ridiculous. And then they're over and he just goes about his day. And then he snaps back. Like, that's what I want to know is, like, does he apologize? Is it like an abuse cycle with these hiccups? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. And I want to know, is this like a biannual thing or is this like a weekly rage session? No, I think it's more frequent. I think It seems like it it's a big problem. Like, like, I mean, I bet Jake gets the hiccups, I don't know, two or three times a month maybe. Okay. Maybe more. Do they hurt him? I remember hiccups yeah. hurting. Yeah, they can. It just, yeah, they can sometimes. My first, like, feeling of meeting a celebrity was meeting Hiccup Boy. What the hell is Hiccup Boy? <laughs> okay, so in the year 2001, there was a boy in Salt Lake City, Utah, who had chronic hiccups oh. for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Hiccup Boy? I remember you talking about him now that you say it. <laughs> he went on, like, he was literally a guest on David Letterman. Like, he literally went on the, like, Tonight Show circuit. And then I worked at a news station, and we had him on, like, the morning show or the weekend, whatever I worked on. I can't remember at the time. And he was sitting in there, like, waiting for his, like, turn to be on. And I'm, like, watching him, like, hiccup. Like, but for me, that was, like... Okay, I had kind of met famous people, but I remember like being like Hiccup Boy being Hiccup Boy being like, like this is the peak of my career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though I rode an elevator with Bill O'Reilly, but Oh wow. Yeah. Can you imagine you take him out like it's time for your segment? Yeah. Hiccup Boy comes out and stops. <gasps> yes. What well, what do you do then? You have no story. <laughs> the story is Hiccup I cured boys. Hiccup Boy because I think boy. I was the one that like led him into the room. So like I actually conversed with him mm-hmm. and he was like real shy and kind of quiet. And I'm like, why are you doing why are you doing this? I mean, it was just weird. <laughs> like, how do you get famous? How, how old was he? Like 20. He oh, was young. He was Hiccup Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> hiccup Man. <laughs> that is so weird because how do you really um, how do you capitalize on <laughs> such a weird <laughs> And, and what happens to your self-esteem when you have the hiccups for three years? Right. Yeah. It's got to be damaging. Maybe he was looking for a doctor. Like, if I go on the TV circuit, someone will cure Somebody me. Somebody will save let's me. Let's see what. Let's Google Whatever Hiccup Boy. And see, let's, yeah. Next week on Truth Fairies. Return and report. We will tell you what happened to Hiccup Boy. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Carry on. Carry okay. on. Interesting. Yeah. Therapy for everyone. Therapy for you. Therapy for Hiccup Boy. Uh-huh. Okay. And therapy for my next story who everybody needs therapy in this one okay so she doesn't say how old she is but she is a female and she says her mother-in-law i i've somehow i always find the crazy mother-in-law stories i have Uh, a crazy mother-in-law story for you really coming up next it's the algorithm okay so she came to stay with us for a few weeks till her home is renovated for christmas the problem is that she's been randomly walking in on me while i'm in the bathroom Thankfully, not once has she seen me naked because I started picking up on her behavior after the second time in a week. She'd barge in, then turns and says, oh, sorry, then closes the door. I tried talking to my husband about it, but he kept ignoring me, then flat out said, so what if she accidentally sees you naked? She's family. She's family. (laughs) Sounds like he wants to do nudes. Ew, with his mother. (laughs) So we have a lock. This is the part that baffles me. We have a lock, and I could have used it, but I have past trauma from the idea of locking slash being locked in a room after my brother locked me in the bathroom when I was five. So now she never uses locks. Okay, well, you know what? Okay, carry on. Carry on. 
So instead of just locking the door, she came up with this idea. She says, I'd go inside the bathroom pretending to use it and wait for her to come, because honestly, it's deliberate at this point. When she accidentally barges in, she'd see me in a weird slash awkward position. For example, doing a ballet stand, standing on the toilet, or standing facing the wall with my hands up. (laughs) Fully clothed, of course. I could see how awkward and weird this would be for her because she'd stand there for a few seconds trying to figure out what I was doing. It was hilarious at first seeing her initial confusion, but she told my husband about it, claiming she caught me practicing rituals in the bathroom. (laughs) I cleared things up and revealed the reason why. My husband was livid. He called me childish and said that I made his mom feel terrified slash weirded out by my behavior. He said I should have acted maturely and locked the damn door instead of playing mind games. And then, so that was the end. Okay. So then she comes back and says that she sees, you know, it kind of blew up or whatever. She feels, like, embarrassed. But then she says, seriously, though, my husband and his mom are extremely upset with me. He still thinks it's ridiculous and is demanding an apology before she goes back to her house. I'm sure I, if I apologize, okay, I'm not sure if I will apologize because, yes, while it was a me problem that I couldn't use the lock, it still feels wrong that she was walking in on me. So she kind of, like, she thinks it's funny. Why? So, what is the mother's motivation for this? Why? Why? Why she, are you walking in? Like, learn your lesson. I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like in my house, or like when I'm like visiting my parents. It's like there's a lot of people using the doors. If the door is closed, we're we, gonna give it a little knock. We pretty much assume somebody's in there. Yeah. But at the same time, like, actually, I think it was over Thanksgiving or over the summer. I was in the basement one, and, like, I didn't give it a lock, and my brother walked in on me, and I was like, oh, sorry, my bad. Like, I should have locked it. Like, clearly, like, I know better. Like, you lock the door. Right. I would be very weirded out because, I mean, she needs to get over the lock thing. Right? It's therapy. It's Mm -hmm. time. You know what? Work it out. And you're locking yourself in. Right. Do you lock your doors in your house at night? Right. Do you lock your car doors when you're in your car? You have control of the lock. So, I mean, I guess I don't understand the trauma she went through. I don't know if it was super bad, but that's probably something you need to address because there are times when you need to be locked in a room. Right. Um, But the fact that the mom continues to do it like clockwork is, I mean, it's weird. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, you know, let's talk about your motive. Right. Why? And after you've done, I mean, you know how weird it is when you walk in on somebody. So awkward. Right. So then it's like after you do it one time, then you would be hyper- sensitive and be checking, knocking every time. Yeah. If it's not intentional, like it clearly is intentional on the mother's point of view. So on one hand, I'm like, that's hilarious. Like that, like in her brain, she's like, what should I do about this? I think maybe I will just do really weird things when she walks in to point out how weird it is. Right. Like I kind of love it. I kind of love like being passive aggressive in the most random way. Yeah. I kind of love. I, I do too. Good for her. Good for her. Keep doing it. And while you're at it, throw in a ritual or two (laughs) just just to make it Light some candles, do some chants. Imagine you're just facing the wall. Like, (laughs) you're like hands up in like a yoga staring at the wall. You walk in on that, you would be like, what is going on with her? And then you'd walk in more. Like, I would be like, I need to see what what is going on in this bathroom. (laughs) I wonder what she was doing. Did it say the first time? Standing on the toilet. No, the Um, the, on the initial walk. Going to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. She just says she wasn't naked. Okay. So, but her husband clearly doesn't think it would be weird if she was. Well, you know. Which is also, 
I don't know. A nudes must waiting to happen. Yeah, it is. It's like the stepping stone <laughs> it to is. nudes must. It is. Um, okay, speaking of weird mother-in-laws, this kind of cracked me up. This was actually um, a, like a mirror story, but I it's just as nuts. I love the mirror. I do too. Um, okay, so it says, when it comes to naming a baby, oh yay! many parents wait until after their child is born to announce their choice to the family and friends. Um, but one couple have been left questioning whether they should have waited even longer after having a last-minute change of heart. So um, did you know your baby's names before you named them? I mean, before We had it narrowed born? down. Brighton, I did. Um, Deacon, we had it, like, narrowed down to, like, two. Piper, about the same. I think we had Piper chosen. Deacon okay. was the only one we were, like, we had it narrowed down. Okay. I know with Cooper, we had a different name picked for him, and I don't remember. I don't remember now what it was. Mm-hmm. But when he was born, I remember looking at him and being like, no. Nope, yeah, yeah. That's not. And and so Cooper had was never even in our minds. Aww. And then it was like, looked at him and this is yeah. what his name is. I was always be. open to like, if I look at them and it doesn't feel right, like. To change I'll it. Change. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, it was like when we left the hospital, I had all their names. Like they had their names. It yeah. was official, whatever. Um, Okay, so in this story, the mom explains that she gave birth two weeks ago, and already her mother-in-law has her son's name proudly tattooed on her arm. Oh, no. So mother-in-law, grandma, runs out and gets it tattooed on her arm. Um, But after meeting her son, she doesn't feel like the name is right. Um, She said, we have just had the baby two weeks ago, and my mother-in-law immediately tattooed my baby boy's name on her arm. Um, However, we have since had a change of heart on the name. Okay. And... She says, we didn't ask her to do it or even know that she was doing it. It's obviously really sweet of her to do it, so that's not the problem. It's more just now that we don't, the more they look at him and stuff, they don't. Yeah. It doesn't fit him. They don't want to call him that. Yeah. Um, She said she's been trying to talk herself into keeping the name for the sake of her mother-in-law, but she just can't go along with it. She said, I feel awful. It doesn't sit right. How on earth do we handle this? That's hard. Um, Yeah, so. I feel like they do have every right to change the name. This is your kid. Like, if the name, there is a thing where it kind of fit. Like you were saying with Cooper, like, I looked at him and that just wasn't his name. Right. You have every right to change your kid's name after two weeks, as long as you're changing it to a normal name. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, don't get stupid. But but what are you, and if you're the mother-in-law. Oh, my gosh, you're just going to have some random name. Name on your arm. On your arm. My mom bought me a towel monogrammed with the name Graham before I had Deacon. <laughs> oh. Wasn't ever going to be his name, but. Yeah. Just a nice towel. Yeah. <laughs> she liked the name Graham or what? No, I think she just found a nice towel. I can't remember the story now. She's just like, <laughs> okay. That, just at first I thought you meant Graham like Grandma. Oh, no. Not like oh, Graham. No, the name Graham. That's which funny. I liked the name Graham, but my last name is Flake. And that sounds Graham like, Flake? Yeah, sounds like a breakfast <laughs> cereal. <laughs> so I was like, that could happen. That is great. Anyway, so, yeah. Oh. So what do you do? I mean, I guess it really depends. If you hate your mother-in-law. You're like, change ha. it. Yeah. Ha. Sorry. Sorry. But, oh, what an awkward situation. I know. It's on her arm. Yeah. And just the name. Yeah. But I don't. I wish they would have added a picture so that we could really see, like, how big, how, how big could it be changed? Like, but mm. the comments that people were responding, they're like, um, if you want to change the name, then do it. It's not your fault that she rushed out and had it weirdly tattooed onto her body. Yeah. Somebody else said, here's he's your baby, and his name will be his for life. She can get her tattoo altered, or use that. Um, she said, or even use that name as the middle one, but only if you want to. Like, don't feel obligated. That's to- kind of a good idea. 
Unless they already have like a super special middle name that they don't want to. Or give them three names. (laughs) Just throw another one in the mix. Yeah. And then somebody's like, she sounds nuts. Um, But I don't think either one is nuts or like wrong in this situation. It's just an awkward like, hopefully the mother-in-law is like rational enough to be like, yeah, what? maybe that like, was premature. Shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, when someone names their baby something and they're home from the hospital, like you kind of as like it's rare to change a baby's name. Right. Somebody did say, you know, maybe you should have waited until like the birth certificate was ordered. <laughs> it, this was in the UK, so it's registered, is oh, what they called yeah. it. But um, yeah, I mean, it. I I know some people who had a baby, and like a few months after, they ended up changing. Yeah. It because it just never. Yeah. Have, she yeah. just never grew into it. That's interesting. But huh. I don't know. I, I just think, and I mean, their name, it's their name. Yes. And if it doesn't fit, you got to. Uh, you got to change it. You'll always be like, we kept this name just because my mother-in-law tattooed, tattooed it on yeah. her body. Yeah. And people will just they'll be like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's for my grandson. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's not his name. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> They're like, oh, is his name Graham? No, but Mm-mm. it was no, for a no. minute. <laughs> Oh, so Graham is your grandbaby? Mm-mm. No, but no, it's just for Nope, him. it's Doug, but <laughs> I've got this name on here. Doug. Imagine Doug. naming your baby Doug in 2023. <laughs> Isn't it weird how names are circling around now? Yes. And it's like all these names that like our grandparents were named are uh-huh. now back in style. Yes. And it's I like, love the old names for women, like girl ones, but like Gordon. Like, are you going to name your baby Gordon? Yeah. Or like... Well, but like Harry. Remember Harry? Yeah, that's My true. grandfather's name was Harry. And now and Harry's I a always, fantastic name. I was like, Harry? Mm-hmm. And his name wasn't Harold. It was Harry. Mm-hmm. And now you have Harry Styles. Yeah. And like, and, or Prince yeah. Harry. Right. Harry. Yeah. I don't know. And now it's like... I yeah. Know. Just some of these like... Yeah. I'm trying to think or of like... like the name Olive or the name... Um, yes. Lucy, so cute. Or, you know, some of those names that are. Yeah. I don't know. Gary. Here's, Gary. Here's my baby Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you just pull down like this, like nice new little bassinet. There's meet Gary. This is Gary. Piper named her fish she caught this summer Gary Robert Johnson. <laughs> so there's, there's a name for yeah, you. This one. <laughs> this is Wade. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> meet my baby Wade. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. They're just funny. Like old men names on babies. It's yeah. just funny to me. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. okay. Although your dad's name is still timeless, James. It is. James. I'd name my baby James today. James. Terry. My dad, Terry. Terry. Baby Terry. Terry. <laughs> what if you named your baby girl Terry right now? <laughs> I have an uncle named Terry. I'm Matt Terry. Terry? I knew two people, and I think I might have said this before on this podcast. <laughs> Husband and wife, uh-huh. both named Terry. <laughs> Love it. I dated a guy named Brooke, and I was like, can't. I can't no, do it. No, Brooke and Brooks. Just, no, Brooks. He, he was Brooke. He was Brooke. Brooke and Brooke. I was like, I just don't know about Terry that. Terry and Terry Brimberry. Terry and Terry Brimberry. Was their last name Brimberry? Bradbury. Terry and Terry Bradbury. T with with an I or with a Y. Yep. No, not Terry. Ray and Ray Bradbury. Oh, Ray and Ray. Ray with a Y and R-A-E. Oh, yeah. What are you so gonna people do? would call and they'd say, oh, "Which Ray?" Yep. Which <laughs> Ray? Okay, I've got another one for okay, you. Okay, please do. We got time. We got nothing but nothing but time. Okay, so I left my wife because I'm sick of everything needing to match her aesthetic. Oh. I know it seems dumb for to end my. I know it seems like a dumb thing to end my marriage over, but after dealing with this for so long, I'm finally done. 
My wife and I are both in our 30s. We have a daughter. My wife has always been pretty into appearances, but it was never that bad. She just wanted things to look nice when people came over. Then she started an Instagram page for moms and got a massive amount of followers, about 400,000 since our daughter was born. Ever since then, I feel like I don't live in a house. I live in an Instagram photo shoot. There can't be any proof we actually live here. My wife stresses so much about things looking good that she doesn't actually enjoy the moment. She started a fight with me right after our daughter took her first steps because I had put my drink down on the table behind her and it's, quote, all she could see and how she needed to edit it out of the video. She called me a selfish prick for putting my drink down on a coffee table to watch my daughter take her first steps. Our daughter's bedroom is just a massive beige and cream. There's barely any toys in it, which was fine while our daughter was small, but now she's getting older. My wife refuses to buy her any toys that don't match her aesthetic. I literally know people who have said, Uh like, this is real. Like, I would think this was fake. Uh I know people. Yeah. My mother took my daughter to the store and let her pick out a toy. She picked out a dollhouse from the show she watches. She got all the dolls and furniture. And my wife told told her she had to keep it at my mother's house because there was no place for it at home. She absolutely had room for it. My wife is convinced I'm leaving her for another woman. I'm having an affair, et cetera, but I'm not. I just can't keep feeling like I live in a museum where I can't touch or move anything. I can't even build a blanket fort with my kid without my wife flipping out that they're decorative blankets that she had folded in a special way. I'm not going to force my daughter to live in an aesthetic. So he says he's tried to, like, get therapy. She won't do it. So a couple comments. Someone says, I have a friend who's a mommy influencer. She, and she said, well, had. I couldn't stand seeing how she curated her feed over her children's happiness. All of the happy moments were fake. The kids were mad posing mad, posing for, for pictures, should hide the mess, all that stuff. And then someone else says that they once saw a woman, like, at the park. The mom bought her a fancy over-the-top hot chocolate that had candy canes, a mountain of whipped cream, and a marshmallow snowman sprinkles. The girl was so excited, the mom had her posing for several pictures with it, and at the end, the girl only had enough energy to keep fake smiling as the hot chocolate melted. How does hot chocolate melt? The the sour cream. The whipped cream. (laughs) Whipped cream. (laughs) Then she she and the mom had a sip of it and threw it out um, as it was not impressive looking anymore. Then the mom sat there using her phone while ignoring her daughter who started climbing over the decorations, I'm assuming to post on social media. It was very sad to witness. I hate this woman already. No, yeah. Because I, I, and you know how I feel about influencers. Yes, yes. I just think it's so annoying. It, it's And this whole aesthetic thing, like, I, I, I even hate the word. The, the word aesthetic, honestly, like. And it, like when everything is like, oh, for the aesthetic, I, I hate it. Yeah. Like it makes my blood boil. Yeah. Just live your life. Just live your life and, authentically. Yeah. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. But here's the thing. Why do they? Like, I don't we want to say nobody cares, but yet she has 400,000 followers. Right. And it's like, what is happening? And the thing is, we all know it's fake. I, right. We know nobody. But at the same time, sometimes I look at these these houses, mm-hmm. that, like on these accounts that I follow or that pop up, and I'm like, wow, like, I need to buy more white and beige. In my, like, why doesn't my house look like that? And I'm like, right. well, people because actually we live, live in here. It. Yeah, and, and and we have likes and dislikes and things that aren't always aesthetic. Exactly. Right. Like yeah. If I want to have, if I want to drink a diet coke, I don't have to worry about <laughs> editing out the silver can because it doesn't match the aesthetic. Exactly. Like it's so disgustingly annoying. I once this summer, I don't think anyone listens that's going to know what I'm talking about, 
But I had taken my daughter and a couple of her friends to our cabin. And I, my daughter said something like, hey, we should go down to the dock like at night or at sunset. Mm-hmm. And one of the friends commented, that would be cute. And I know what she meant was that would make cute pictures. Right. And I was like, dude. Seriously. You're and that's babies. exactly what yeah. she meant. And they took the pictures and we've got to get the right lighting and we've got to post these on our stories. And it's like my daughter just wanted to go down there to just to have fun, to witness the sunset yeah. and to be down there. And just because it's so fun, like it's so sunset pretty, there yeah. is the best. It's so pretty. But her friends immediate first thought. And these are 16 year old girls. I get it. Like. They're all, and my daughter's gotten more and more that way the older she gets where it's like. It's just part of what the it is. their world is now. It's part of like, that's got to fit onto my feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just, it hit me when she said, instead of that would be fun or that would be cool or that would be, it was that would be cute because I knew what she meant. Yeah. And oh. I was like, ah. Oh. And it's weird. It is the world they live in. It's like they don't have any frame of reference for anything other than that. Yeah. Right. Their yeah. whole, like, other than when they were really little, that's all they've ever known. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you can live like the idea of it didn't happen if it's not documented. Yeah. Right. And I you know what? I fall into it. Like I bought matching slippers for everybody for Christmas, literally because I wanted to take a picture of our feet up against the fireplace. I thought it would be cute. Yeah. So it's like I do it, too. So it's like I, I throw all these people under the bus and then I find myself like that would be cute. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. I, I, know, I, I do. It, I know, know what you mean, but we you don't do get it. completely caught up in like you your don't existing do it. revolves around. Well, I take I, I don't. We all fall into a little bit, but like like I'll take pictures and stuff, but then I I never end up posting yeah, anything, and yeah. it's like I I keep looking back to when we went to um, South Carolina. Yeah, and I'm like I I haven't posted anything on social media like of any substance since we went to South Carolina, oh. and I have I mean I have all these things to post, yeah. and it's like I just. I just don't ever do it. I know. I, I do don't. it. I, I fall into it more You're than you better. do, but I, mean, I still hate I it. I should because it'd be nice to I have do it, like but. posting and keeping it and having, you know, because they send you the books. I do the little chat book things. On Insta? Yeah. Okay. I probably should do that. Okay. Yeah. New Year's resolution. Yep. Just, just kidding. <laughs> get, get this. Jamie, what's your aesthetic? My aesthetic is for 2023. Be, uh, I'm in a green aesthetic for 2023. So if you could just buy me a green Stanley, that would be great. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we want to finish with one last thing. Sure. Okay. This will be a fun one. Okay. Okay. This is about. Oh, this is just stupid. Okay. This uh, it's about two twenty-five-year-olds, a husband and wife. My wife Amy and I got married a few months ago. Okay. My cousin Sam is getting married early next year to his fiance Jane. Amy and Jane don't get along too well. They're fine in family events and stuff, but they don't run in the same circles otherwise. Amy mentioned before that Jane doesn't want to be a part of their group and she's too shy. So his wife is, you know, whatever. His wife is the one that's... Yeah, saying, oh, Jane's too shy. She oh, does, you know, okay. whatever. Amy saw what Jane's dress looks like from another cousin. I haven't seen it, but it's custom made. It's white and gold. And she thinks that it's too much. Mm. So his wife thinks her dress is too much. Jealousy, jealousy. The issue now is that Amy's come up with the idea to wear her own wedding dress to Sam and Jane's wedding. What? (laughs) She said she doesn't have time to go dress shopping. (laughs) And her dress isn't isn't traditional white. It's pink. So she's just going to wear her wedding dress no. to the wedding. No. Um, so the husband says, I said no. She cannot wear her wedding dress to someone else's wedding. 
but she's insisting. I told her if she insists on wearing this dress, she doesn't have to attend. Um, Amy got really upset and said I'm trying to control her and her dress should should be reused instead of sitting it just sitting in the closet. Mm-mm. This has blown up and I just don't think you should wear your wedding dress to another's wedding regardless of whether it is white or not. I don't think I'm the asshole here, but Amy is mad. She told her friend and the friend also said I can't tell her if she attends the wedding or not. Oh, Here's the picture gosh. of the wedding dress. Oh, it's a full ball gown. <laughs> it is a very, very light pink Ball very gown, pastel, yeah. Like sweetheart neckline. That's not like I'm just wore a pink dress to my wedding. It, yeah. That is a. It is a gown. It is. It is a gown. You don't. Even if that was green, you don't wear a ball gown you don't, to someone's wedding. You don't try to upstage the bride. She's a thousand percent trying to upstage the bride. Yeah. And so, and everybody's mad at. Well, not everybody. She and her friends are like, you don't get to tell us whether or not <laughs> we attend. Yeah, you do. Yeah. What a jerk. Oh, my gosh. I just think it's funny. And you know what? Anybody who buys a wedding dress, you buy a wedding dress knowing that you're going to wear it yes. to one occasion. That's exactly right. right. You're going to wear it for your pictures, and yeah. then you're going to wear it. And you know, and if yeah. you do multiple um, receptions. receptions or whatever, yes. but, but it you're going to wear it for the event of your marriage. I your wore mine the marriage. day of my wedding and one reception. We didn't have the like pre pictures that they do now, which yeah. I think are cool. But yeah, it like it's a one and done. It's not like oh, like when you buy another dress. Well, I could wear this to this or this. But, yeah. I could dress it up or down. No, you don't dress a wedding dress no. down. You you do. don't put Converse with it and casual jewelry and wear it to the club. Take it to the pool. You, you don't. Know? You know. Like, it is a you don't. It is a wedding dress. Yeah. So when I, when I, I still have my wedding dress. Yeah, me too. Obviously. I mean, I, and I would say rent if you can. Yeah. But I have my wedding dress and when my daughters were old enough to get married, one of, one of them tried it on. I think one of my kids tried it on, but mm-hmm. really it was not like styles change so style. much. It's I would not, love for one of my girls to wear yeah. mine, but, but, um, and Katie's wedding dress, she had a good friend get married what, a year, two years? She just recently got married. Katie got married in 2020. Her friend got married just this last year. And she used Katie's dress. I love that. And so it was, it was great. It's a beautiful dress. Yeah. But it's like you don't buy a wedding dress. You know you're spending thousands of dollars on a dress that you are going to wear for one occasion. Uh-huh. You just eat it. You just, that is what yes. you do. Eat it, chew it, choke on it. <laughs> because that is. Don't hiccup it up later not. and wear it. And then have to bash your head <laughs> into the counter. <laughs> Rage hiccups. <laughs> but what an asshole. Seriously. I'm sorry. Don't. That is just so rude. That's not an isolated, like, you're a rude person. You are a jerk. Like, you you aren't a normal, nice, loving person and then go, I'm just going to wear my, wear my wedding, wedding dress to someone else's <laughs> wedding. You clearly have issues. Yeah. Is too. that the person you, is that, you want to be talked about at the wedding as, is that? As that person. Like, that's what you want to be known for? Yeah. So okay. basically, today's episode is all about people who need extensive therapy. <laughs> Therapy for all. Happy New Year. If if, uh, any therapists want to sponsor us, (laughs) please call. We'll set you up. Yes. Yes. Um, That should be everybody's. This is the new year of therapy. I should get get therapy this year. Should we do it? Should that be one of our resolutions to get us into some hardcore therapy? I'm thinking that that better help, that phone therapy, they should sponsor us. You You could, like, text them, like, hey... You text I, your therapist. No, I want to lay on the couch. You want the full I want Monty. The full lay on the couch, cry. I want the boxes of tissues. Mm-hmm. I want the lady sitting there with the glasses halfway down her nose and her <laughs> notebook. I want it all. 
Yeah. When I went to therapy, I always felt like I needed a nap after. Like oh, it yeah. was so time. Like, why am I exhausted? Takes a lot out of you. It does, but it's so good. Oh yeah. So I, good. I love it. I think that we should consider that. Or just do this. This is our therapy. This is our therapy. I'll therapy. Counseling you. other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, you guys. Always a pleasure. And as always, good goodbye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.